This is the Law Podcasting Podcast, where you learn how to use modern media to get your message out and more good clients to your law practice. Here's your host, Gordon Firemark. Welcome back. This is episode number one of the Law Podcasting Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Firemark, and this is the show where I bring you information about how lawyers can use the power of podcasting to support and develop their businesses, even if they're not specifically podcasting about the law. My guests today are Rolf Clayson and Ken Suzanne, the co-hosts of the IP Fridays podcast. Rolf Clayson is a member of the German intellectual property law firm Freischem and handles all aspects of intellectual property law. He represents German and international clients in patent and trademark matters, as well as in utility model and design patent matters. He also advises clients in matters concerning the Employee Invention Act and maps out strategies and contracts for joint developments and licenses. His main focus, though, lies in prosecution and litigation of trademarks as well as patents in the fields of chemistry, pharmacy, cosmetics, materials science, nanotechnology, semiconductor manufacturing, and software. He is the creator of the very popular website IP Newsflash at ipnewsflash.com, which receives over a million visitors and 8 million page views each year. Rolf is a prolific writer of articles in scientific, business, and law journals and magazines. Ken Suzanne is, a, is of counsel to the firm of Barnes & Thornburg LLP in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where he is part of the firm's intellectual property department. Among his services, Mr. Suzanne counsels and assists wearable technology companies protecting their brands with various IP strategies, and he also represents a variety of clients in trademark and copyright matters, both transactional and litigation. Mr. Suzanne attended the University of Rochester, got his J.D. cum laude from Albany Law School, where he was also a managing editor of the Albany Law Journal of Science and Technology, and then he earned his LLM in trade regulation, IP stuff, from NYU School of Law. Gentlemen, welcome to the show, and thanks for joining us. Thank, Thank you, you very much for having us. Well, it's my pleasure. I really, uh, really like what I've been hearing from your show, which is a fairly new show, isn't it? When did you start? Uh, we started around, was, Ralph, I believe it was uh, the end of May, right? Uh, well, our first show was actually in the beginning of May. Okay, and we're recording this yes. in, and we're recording this at the end of June in 2014. So you've been going for a couple of months. What is that? About uh, seven or eight episodes now, seven or eight weeks. Yeah, we're on episode number five now. Oh, okay, so you're not doing it quite every week. It's every uh, second every week, week, basically. Oh, okay, great. Okay, um, so what dis- what led you to the decision to start doing this podcast? Well, Ralph had approached me uh, a good number of months back, and with his success of uh, his own uh, podcast called Markin Pod, uh, he thought it would be a great idea to have a podcast uh, that wasn't just limited to Europe, but also looked at uh, other places, including the United States and, and the rest of the world. And I personally have been interested in in podcasting for a long time, and I saw this as a great opportunity to collaborate with Ralph. Ralph and I have known each other for a good number of years. We work on trademark matters together. And uh, personally, I, uh, back in my college days, was news director and on-air talent in college, and I saw this as a great way to rekindle my interest in broadcasting. Very interesting. And Rolf, what got you started podcasting? You, you have this other podcast, uh, Markham Podcast, you said Markham Pod? 
Yes, it's a German language podcast just about trademarks and basically I make myself uh, a superfluous, basically. Sure. <laughs> I tell uh, everyone how to register trademarks and what is a search and so on. You know, it's directed to people who can't afford a trademark attorney and I just position myself as an expert because I know so much about it. <laughs> well, isn't that really, <coughs> excuse me, isn't that really um, something that a lot of lawyers are very concerned about giving away the, the secret knowledge that we have, you know, the, 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 the tools of our trade. But in fact, giving it away is often a great way to demonstrate how good and effective you are at doing something. And there are a lot of folks out there who want to know that you're good at it, but they don't want to do it themselves. So they'll... Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's great. That's great. Now, um, and so how long have you been doing that that uh, German language show? Uh, I started that last April, oh, okay. uh, April 2013. Okay. So you're not a, a, a rank beginner in this thing with, with IP Fridays. Um, uh, who's, uh, which of you, if, if either, is the techie geek kind of guy in this? Uh, Ralph, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Ralph, uh, you, you're a do-it-yourselfer. Did you set things up yourself for the podcast? And uh... Yes, I did. I registered the domain and I set up WordPress and uh, made most of the design myself and... Well, set everything up myself, basically. How did how did you learn how to do that? I mean, obviously, you're you're a, a scientifically and technically minded guy, but did you have resources that you looked at? Well, um, I'm running a website that you already mentioned, mm -hmm. IP Newsflash, for a couple of years now, basically since 2004, and it's a really popular website, and I learned programming websites, basically. Just by doing it, <laughs> okay, okay, over many years. Got it, got it. So, um, tell me a little bit about the technology that you're using. Now, we, we before we started recording, we were talking about doing this as uh, what what folks call a double ender, which means that each of us is recording it on our on our own end, uh, so that we can paste it together later if we want. I'm also recording a master recording, so we may not need to, but it's nice to have that redundancy. Um, Talk about the hardware and software that each of you is, is using just uh, very very quickly, if you don't mind. Rolf, go ahead. Right. Uh, Ken, maybe you can start with your hardware that you are using, so then I can complete things with uh, my hardware and the software. Oh, great. Sure, sure. Well, with respect to the microphone, I went out and purchased a USB microphone that plugs right into my a laptop computer here mm -hmm. at my firm, and uh, the uh, brand is uh, Audio-Technica. Uh, I did a little research. I spoke with Rolf and decided that would be the best thing to do. So I bought that. I set that up, plugged it in, and I'm just using the standard laptop computer um, you know, as for hardware. On software, I use Audacity, mm -hmm. uh, which uh, Rolf can talk a little bit more uh, in detail. Uh, and then um, I, have my, I have external speakers. Um, and then, of course, Skype is running as well. So those are all the constituent parts that okay. come together uh, for recording. Uh, I, um, when I look at stories that, uh, that we prepare, I, I read them, I look at them, rehearse them once or twice, and then I basically do a recording right into um, Audacity. Okay. Uh, Ralph and I then use Dropbox uh, to uh, collaborate uh, in that I, um, I save this, the, the files, uh, the the wave files mm -hmm. in in uh, through the uh, Dropbox, and then Rolf takes it from. Okay, Rolf, what are you using on your so, end? Yes, uh, I have um, Rode uh, Podcaster microphone, which is mm -hmm. um, 
basically a dynamic microphone, a USB microphone, and it's mounted on a shock mount and a microphone arm on my uh, office desk. I'm also using this for Dragon, naturally speaking, so ah. it's always mounted. Great. <laughs> And that goes into my laptop right away, just like with Ken. And I'm recording with Audacity at the moment. Mm -hmm. And once, uh, and maybe I can talk about the workflow and technology that I'm using to prepare the episode. If you sure, if please you want. let's do that. So um, the workflow is basically like this: I'm collecting all the different snippets that we record and then I uh, put this together in um, Audacity mm -hmm. and uh, to make sure that the levels are all the same and um, I process the audio. So first what I do is uh, I find out whether there is any noise and I remove the noise with noise removal that's mm -hmm. possible in uh, Audacity. Then um, I do a compression with a dynamic compression algorithm that can be downloaded as a plugin for um, Audacity. And then I'm doing a normalization. That means the maximum level is always, uh, I set it to minus one decibels. Um, so then hopefully all the levels are about the same. And then I put all the segments together and then I export it to MP3 with uh, 8 kilobits per second encoding in mono. Um, I choose mono because, um, well, the ease of use and it, it's also the human voice. Take as much and, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Very good. Many podcasts use stereo, but uh, at the moment we go with mono. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I use uh, 80 kilobits per second, which is, um, I think, sufficient for the audio quality for, uh, for you know, it's not music, yeah. but it's just talk, so yeah. should be okay. And then um, I'm uploading it to our uh, media hosting uh, company, Blueberry. Mm -hmm. You might know this. I There's uh, like uh, two major competitors, and one of them is Blueberry. Yeah. And um, we are hosting our MP3 files there. And I have a um, host for the website. I installed WordPress, as I already told you. Mm -hmm. And um, then I set up the website. Uh, before we started with the podcast, of course, I set up all the... Um, the I, I programmed the website and double-checked with Ken, of course. And we talked about how to design the website and um, then I'm uploading the MP3 file to uh, Blueberry and write all the scripts and show notes for each episode. And then I'm publishing it, basically. Uh, I schedule the publishing. Uh -huh. okay. And we also have, um, have a MailChimp mailing list that uh, you might, you know, probably you yep. know MailChimp. <laughs> And we are collecting email addresses uh, on our website and we can send out each episode with email. And of course, people can subscribe with uh, iTunes and any Android device and anything they have, basically. Okay, so you guys have just now given away the entire content of the Power Podcasting for Lawyers course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you've given away the outline of the course anyway. And, and this is exactly the workflow that I that I advocate and describe, um, although I, there's the alternate workflow of the um, uh, live to drive and out it goes kind of a, a model that, it, that uh, some folks like to use. Um, 
So uh, that, that's great. So and, and it's a high quality sounding show. You guys, you've got great, great equipment. It's not expensive equipment, and uh, yeah, and you've you've really you know turned it into a, a nice produced sounding show. Does it take you a lot of time to do all that editing and post production, Rolf, or have you got it streamlined pretty well? Well, <laughs> I think the process is pretty pretty clear, but I'm not a professional, uh-huh. so um, it takes me about let's say, three to four hours total from the first thing I do to the last thing, basically setting the scheduling for the publishing of the episode um, for, you know, recording my snippets of sound yeah. and then putting everything together and editing and cutting and so on and mm-hmm. publishing well, and writing the show notes and so on. Yeah, well, yeah, and well, Gordon, I, I'd like to also add from my end, I would estimate a four to six hour commitment per week uh, anywhere between researching the stories and um, working on the transcript. Yeah. Uh, I work uh, collaboratively on that. I also uh, have several uh, uh, clerks at my firm who help me in researching and writing. Mm-hmm. So it's a number of things uh, that are needed, but in the end, it's a team effort. I wanted to stress that. Sure. Well, yeah, oh, the, yes, sure. Yeah, yeah, I didn't mention the researching work yeah. and um, basically recording my uh, contributions to the show, yeah. Yes. Well, you know, the prep part of it is going to take some time, but a lot of that is is uh, effort and labor. That uh, for those of us that practice law, we would be studying these cases and new developments in the law anyway to keep ourselves well informed and educated on things. And so, this is a way of leveraging that. And actually, I find that by by um, putting myself in a position of having to explain these legal developments, I'm, I learn them much better. And That's so, right. uh, you know, no better way to learn something than by having to teach it. <laughs> so exactly. Um, well said. And, 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 you know, regarding that post-production, regarding all of this time commitment, I, I just want to emphasize that, you know, any practice development activity that we lawyers get into, whether it's writing articles or even just attending a networking mixer is likely to involve two or three or four hours out of our, out of our work week to uh, to go and do that thing, whatever it may be, and podcasting is a way to reach a lot of people all at once. So I think it's a worthwhile investment. That's right. We're we're really finding it to uh, to be an excellent opportunity, uh, you know, to to learn the law and to explain it to people and to uh, really develop a community online. We're already getting comments mm-hmm. uh, throughout the country and throughout the world. That is. Uh, and uh, we've also uh, um, been able to uh, now have the Mondac website uh, carry uh, the uh, recording and the transcript uh, as well. So that's a recent development. Oh, very interesting. So, um, uh, yeah, and you've been getting interview requests as well. So <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> exactly. um, so the show is called IP Fridays. Tell us a little bit about its format and structure and what the content of the show really is. Uh, Ralph, do you want to start with that? Um, well, yes, the the structure is maybe that we are trying to post um, three to four stories each time about different topics. One of them is most times an interview with an expert in the field. And then we have, sometimes we have news stories that we talk about uh, or we talk about a recent case that we want to elaborate on and um, the recent shows have been like this that 
one of us is researching the any topic and then talking about it and or another one of us is interviewing people and then brought then basically preparing the interview yeah and i want to add that rolf uh, was in attendance at the international trademark association annual meeting mm -hmm. recently held in hong kong and he had some great opportunities to meet with uh bloggers and uh, I think those interviews were really, really valuable in, in learning from mm -hmm. what I call the experts in the field. They've, they've been practicing for many, many years and uh, really add some valuable insight into the practice of law. And allows, you know, through the podcast, we were able to spread that information throughout the, throughout the world through mm -hmm. the podcast. And Rolf, did you interview those people while you were there in Hong Kong? Yes, I did. Um, actually, I bought uh, Tascam DR40, mm -hmm. um, which is a mobile digital recorder. Yeah, terrific. Uh, probably the the, competi the competition product would be the H4N, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. also a popular digital recorder. Mm -hmm. And, um, well, I just put it on the table between the two of us, the, my guest and myself, and then I just uh, interviewed them. I never did that before. So uh, the interviews are maybe not as professional as they can, but uh, I did my very best, and I think they were not too bad. I think they sound great, yeah. So what were some of the hurdles that you've had to overcome in, in getting the show up and, and continuing to do the show? Well, I think one of the biggest hurdles is just you know finding the time to do all this thing, all of these things. Um, you know, there's a lot of facets to podcast production that you need to research and and line up before you actually produce. So, you know, it was really collaborating with Rolf, doing all the the due diligence and the and the review and getting things ready. So, a big thing is time, I think. Um, but once we once we had it going, it's sort of like you have a template. And it makes it easier to do future shows. You have a sort of structure that you follow. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, the structure will evolve over time and you can tweak it, but it does give you a way to organize your thoughts and put things together. So I would say that was a big hurdle. Uh, Ralph, what hurdles do you have you seen? Yeah, I think I can just say the same. Uh, time is the most important issue here because, uh, I mean, we... We are all attorneys and we charge by the hour and uh, if we are not charging, let's say, I don't know, four hours a week or five hours a week, you know what that means. Yeah. So, uh, but on the other hand, I think uh, it's a lot of fun and maybe on the long term it will give us a lot of visibility. So, uh, I do it for the fun at the moment. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> I imagine scheduling uh, being um, one of you in Minnesota and one of you in Germany. And I mean, I, just scheduling this interview was a challenge with the, the added component of the West Coast in, LA, in, in U.S. as well. We have three time zones to deal with, and you, you must that must be a challenge. Or do you have a regularly scheduled time that you used for this? Actually, well, um, yeah, okay. Actually, um, we are just recording single, uh, let's say, sound snippets. Let's say Ken talks about a certain case and then he records like three minutes of audio about this case. And, um, um, and then I will do something and record, uh, let's say, a couple of minutes of another case or another news story or an interview. And then just when I put everything together, I will also record like the parts that go in between, let's say, uh -huh. uh, 
can can you tell us about this and this story? And then I just put his sound snippet behind this. So you're not and actually together in real time as you're recording no. this show. So well, you faked me out. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> Our first podcast, though, we did do the normal way where we were yeah. both um, on Skype at, at, at the same time. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. But then we changed it uh, going forward. But there's always a, a way for us to go back to that format yeah. as needed. Um, we sort of mix and match. Okay, great. So, yes. so uh, Rolf, you were saying that you know, for now, you're doing this for the fun of it. It's a hobby. It, it, it's something you enjoy doing, and 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 that. But um, have you seen either of you seen any benefit to your practice already, or is it too soon to say? I think it's too soon to say. Um, I didn't see anyone, you know, calling. Oh, I just listened to your episode. Mm -hmm. I don't want to file a trademark <laughs> or something like this. Or can you handle my trademarks? I, I've, I didn't receive a call like this so far. So, but um, I think it's just about visibility. You mm -hmm. know, uh, just the same as you are, as if you are teaching at a university or you know, giving talks at conferences and it just increases your visibility yeah. people hear your name and maybe then two years later they remember you uh whatever ken was really and they remember ken that he was he talked about trademarks and he was very proficient and you know then they just call him so i think that's the goal yeah and uh gord you know podcasting really goes hand in hand with with the mobile phone sort of um uh, trend, upward trend, you know, people love to listen to podcasts. They love to listen to streaming uh, programs in their cars. Yeah. We just got a comment uh, just the other day where a listener had told us that uh, it helps to make his commute. He has a long commute and he helps to make the commute shorter. He, he loves listening to IP Fridays. And I, I envision other people in their cars listening to programming that's delivered uh, through their phones and using, um, you know, Bluetooth technology to stream it over their speakers. So this is certainly something that in the future uh, uh, it will become even more prevalent. People will be listening to, listening to programming produced by people who are just lawyers or, or physicians or doing other things aside from podcasting but are able to use this technology to spread their wisdom and, and guidance and to develop a, a larger network. Uh, we no longer just live in, in small communities or larger cities, but we're all interconnected, and the Internet certainly helps us uh, maintain those relations and develop new relations as well. Do you gentlemen listen to other uh, legal podcasts that our listeners might be interested in hearing about? Uh, good that you're asking. Um, I'm not really listening to legal podcasts so much, um, but I'm more listening to, you know, podcasts about podcasting or podcasts about productivity, like Podcast Answerman that you might know. Oh, yes. And that's probably the most um, popular podcast about podcasting mm -hmm. and also um, the Audacity to Podcast, which is also a uh, popular podcast about podcasting mm -hmm. itself. Then I'm listening to the Copy Blogger, um, who is uh, really helpful for writing copy, basically, or for marketing. Then once in a while, I'm listening to Entrepreneur on Fire, which is a daily podcast. I'm not, I'm not listening to each and every episode. It's too much. Yeah. Maybe once a week or so. <laughs> Then, oh yeah, I'm I'm actually listening to a legal podcast. It's uh, the Legal Talk Network. They have um, really nice podcasts coming out. So yeah. sometimes episodes, you know, just for your uh, daily practice. Mm -hmm. They just, uh, for example, two weeks ago, they had a nice episode about Evernote for attorneys. And, you know, they have yeah. uh, nice podcasts about tools. Mm -hmm. And I'm also listening to, let's see, 
some productivity podcasts. Sounds like you and I have the same yeah. list in our podcatchers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> what, what about you, Ken? Well, the Legal Talk Network I've listened to a few times. I don't uh, regularly listen to the podcast, but that one I have listened to from time to time. Uh-huh. I'm also a big fan of just listening to audiobooks and using mm-hmm. um, things that I find on the iTunes store and other places uh, that are available um, to listen to. I think it's a, a great way to catch up on things. And uh, again, if you have a long commute, uh, it definitely helps to uh, shorten it. Okay. Well, what advice would you uh, offer to a lawyer who's considering or who is starting out in the podcasting as a as a tool? Well, I think the first thing is to listen to other podcasts that are out there, to listen to IP Fridays, to you know go on to Google and try to find other podcasts that might be out there mm-hmm. to get an understanding of, of how these things work. And then to just sort of jump in, not to be afraid, go and find the right technology that, that others use, experiment with it, uh, maybe do a test recording and see what people think about it, or sh- you know, show it to your partners and to your colleagues, and then to go ahead and just jump in and do it. You know, Ralph and I uh, collaborate, we're, we're separated by uh, an ocean, but at the same time, we've got Dropbox and the internet and Skype, and so that... That makes it very easy to do these types of things, even though we're we're miles and miles and miles away. Um, but again, see what others are doing, listen to others, and then just go ahead and do it. Ralph? Right. That's probably the most important thing. Just go ahead and do it. But uh, besides from that, I would uh, tell them to really listen to the early episodes of Podcast Answer Man and the Audacity to Podcast, where both Cliff Ravenscraft and oh I don't I don't remember the name Daniel of J. The, Lewis. Podcast. Yeah, right. Yes, <laughs> exactly. They are really giving really helpful tips um, on the procedure. You know the yeah. the workflow, the process. That's really nice. And um, also, you know, be patient and do it for half a year. Don't give up earlier. You know. Uh, you know, churn out a couple of episodes uh, and don't give up early. So just wait a year, a half year or a year, and then see if how it's how it's doing. You know, Gordon. I also want to add that analytics are very important. Uh, Rolf, can you can you tell Gordon about the analytics that we use and and the current stats, which I think are very very good and, and give you an idea of how powerful the medium is. Well, yes, we are using um, Blueberry, as I told you, and Blueberry is offering statistics uh, how many MP3 files are downloaded. So at the moment, we have uh, over a thousand MP3 downloads for the first two months, which is not too bad, I guess. Um, So I'm just curious, uh, how many downloads do you have uh, per month, like MP3 downloads, just to get a comparison, um, <laughs> just to see whether we are doing really bad or really good? No, or, so, so my <laughs> yeah, so my podcast is a once a month uh, uh, show. It's called Entertainment Law Update, and right. we get about a thousand downloads for each episode in the first month, and then you know a sort of steady okay. trickle. Yeah, but it's it's not evergreen content, so it does fade out pretty quickly. Nobody cares what happened two years ago, <laughs> you know, so they're not right. listening to the old episodes. So yeah, yeah I mean, th- for our content, right? Yeah. So uh, you know, to to be at a thousand, uh, that's an aggregate a thousand of the five episodes, or is that per episode? Yes, yeah, of two months. Oh, basically. you're doing great. So yeah. for starting out, I think it's not too bad. Absolutely. And, um, you know, think of it this way. Think of it this way. How often are you in a room with a few hundred or a thousand people listening to the words that you're saying and you get to 
put your message out there and promote yourself as an expert. So this is great. Exactly. Yes, uh, I that's, think it's that's right. Not, not too bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, is there anything else I haven't asked you that you'd like to share with the audience before we uh, sign off? Well, of course there is. <laughs> <laughs> they should all go to www.ipfridays.com and subscribe to our podcast uh, if they can on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So, And I also, I also want to say the part of podcasting and, and growing an audience is, is social media. You know, Ralph and I talk about how we can uh, integrate social media into our our program. Um, we have we have a Twitter feed. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook. Uh, I we both use uh, the the application called Buffer, mm -hmm. which we love because we can program uh, various tweets to go out at various times of the day. And as we lead up to Friday, we talk about uh, the things that we'll be covering. And it's a wonderful way to get the word out. We find that many of the people that come to our show uh, do uh, subscribe to Twitter and do follow us uh, from the Twitter feed. So that's a very right. important thing to have is social media. Mm -hmm. um, and I love social media. Both of us are also are online and uh, on Twitter, and we, we actively tweet about intellectual property matters. Well, that's a perfect transition into you telling us where to find you on the Internet and the web. So go ahead, Ken. You jump in. Yeah, so um, my email address is ksuzan at btlaw.com. I'm also on Twitter at at ksuzan. Uh, and I'm also on LinkedIn. If you type in my name, Kenneth Suzanne, you will find my bio. And Rolf? I think the easiest way for your listeners to get in touch with me would be Rolf. That means R-O-L-F, like in Frank, and then at, and then ipfridays.com. And they can find me on Twitter. I think that's my my most active medium of communication. I have about twenty five thousand followers. Um, they can find me there on uh, R Clayson, which is spelled R C L A E double S, like in Sam E N, like in North. Okay, very good. And the and the show is IP Fridays. That's at ipfridays.com. And the social media for IP Fridays is at IP Fridays. Right. Okay. Okay. Very good. Well, listen, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us and uh, uh, sharing your your story and case study of, of how you got your show up and going. And um, uh, I'm sure it's been very informative for our listeners. So I'll say thank you again for joining us. Thank you, Gordon. Thank you for having us. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Law Podcasting Podcast. Hey, if you like what we're doing here, please jump on over into the iTunes store and give us a rating and a review five stars is appreciated but please give us your honest feedback and uh comment on the blog and uh, if you know of a law podcaster i should be talking to please let me let me know get in touch um best way to do that is in the comments or you can email gordon at lawpodcasting.com thanks very much i'll see you next time